Welcome back to Right Quick. I am your host, Cam Dooley. We are presented by Couch Guy Sports. Today is Wednesday, February 23rd, and this is our last show ever without ads. So next week, I'm going to bang out some ads on this intro part to the show. So we'll start out with our trivia question, of course. Division One program, Central Michigan University Chippewas are located in what city in Michigan? What town? What city? Whatever you want to call it. We'll find out at the end of the show. But first, turn me up right quick. Okay, big update. I bought a mic. I bought a microphone. I purchased a microphone. I hope that the quality of the audio increases at the expense of me feeling like an absolute poser with a mic sitting around my house now. But I was thinking of names to name my mic because I just feel like I kind of have to. And I think I landed on one. It's got to be Mike Jones. I'm Mike Jones. Mike Jones. Mike Jones. And speaking of mics, Mike McDaniel has to be the coolest head coach in the NFL already. Listen to this clip with this phenomenal answer to this absolute pretzel of a question he was asked. Something very quick to end on. Kill, kiss, or marry your coaching tree. Kyle Shanahan, Matt LaFleur, Sean McVay. Uh, start with Matt. I'll kiss him because he's uh, most endearing. Um, Eyebrows? Yeah, I would, I would marry um, Kyle because I've spent the most time with him, so I should marry him. And I would kill Sean because he just was the last team that I played and he beat me. No hesitation from our guy Mike there. I just love how he rattled off that answer. If I am a Miami Dolphins fan, I am very excited that this guy is the leader of my team. Speaking of leadership, Zion is in hot water now with any, I guess, fan of the NBA, especially the first take crew, for not reaching out to CJ McCollum after he joined the Pelicans. We'll hear about what JJ Redick had to say, but first, you know it's about to get real when the caption on YouTube reads, eyeballs emoji, JJ Redick calls Zion a, quote, detached teammate for not speaking to CJ McCollum yet. And at the end, there's a nervous face with a big eyes emoji. Ooh, here we go, JJ. Oh, this is this is definitely something. I, actually, this is, this is a little bit insane to me. Um, there's a general uh, sort of decor, decorum of behavior that you should apply as a teammate. Look, I, I wasn't the best player on any team I was on. But if there was a, a buyout possibility, if there was a trade possibility, I would always reach out to team. I, I called Ursan Ilyasova. I called Marco. I called Wes Matthews trying to get him to come to Philly. Like, this just shows a complete lack of investment in your team, in the organization. Now, before I give my personal take on this whole situation, I would just like to preface it by saying that I actually love JJ's podcast and I really love watching his Duke highlights on YouTube. However, 
It sounds like while they were on the Pelicans together, Zion clearly dunked on him every single day, repeatedly in practice. And this just sounds like JJ's version of getting even with him. In all seriousness, I hate this move out of JJ. Anytime a guy goes on one of these shows and dumps on a former player, especially if it's a former teammate, I just feel like it's a bad look. Zion probably knows he messed up here, but let's chill out just a little bit, especially because we've only heard one side of the story. And who knows? Maybe with the generational difference between Zion and CJ, there was a communication hiccup. What if Zion messaged CJ on Snapchat and CJ just hasn't seen it yet because he's a 30-year-old who doesn't check Snapchat as often as Zion does, who's technically supposed to be in college right now? Ever think of that one, JJ? Jeez. Okay, quick segment here, not sports-related. We're going to do a start-stop-continue for everyone's favorite pastime, deboarding airplanes. Here we go. Okay, to start, start calling people out for deboarding airplanes incorrectly. First and foremost, it feels really good. I called out a woman a few weeks ago while I was traveling. She acknowledged me and still tried to slip ahead of me. So I respectfully stood up and very respectfully boxed her out like I was Charles Barkley on the Phoenix Suns. And I went on my way, never saw her again. It's also a rare circumstance where complete strangers all probably agree on the same exact thing. You just need someone to step up to the plate and sack up. Okay, now for the stop portion of this exercise. So this is what this whole thing is predicated on. Very obvious. Stop deporting airplanes. <laughs> Not deporting. Stop deboarding airplanes incorrectly. It should be a crime, and we'll get to that next. Okay, now for the continue portion of this whole segment. This is for all my flight attendants. Shout out. When I was on a recent flight, the flight attendant announced to the whole plane that she was aware of a super quick connecting flight that people on that aircraft had to rush to make. And so when the airplane landed and we taxied, she let all the people who had to make that flight off the plane first. It was flawless. Everyone with headphones on didn't even probably notice. So this should be continued. And another little cherry on top that comes straight from my brain is flight attendants should have the authority to find people who don't listen or follow directions or the person who doesn't listen or follow directions on how to get off an airplane has to attend an airplane safety course. Just like if you get in a car accident, you have to go to a driver safety course. Same idea. This would either completely fix the problem or create more lawsuits where people make millions of dollars off of suing major airlines. Who knows? So now it's time for me to hit you with my metaphor of the week. By now, you've surely seen the video of Jawan Howard. I've heard what Jawan Howard did described all sorts of different ways. I've heard it described as a punch, a strike, a slap, a smush. For me, it was a hard wipe from Jawan. A hard wipe. So hear me out. Metaphorically speaking, Jawan was pretending that Wisconsin's coach was like some burnt rice on the bottom of the pot from keeping it on the stove too long. I know you've done that before. And Juwan's hand was 
the rough side of the sponge, you know, with some soap and hot water, just giving it that hard wipe, trying to remove it. Especially when you look at it in slow-mo, my official ruling is a hard wipe. Okay, I already blogged this, but my biggest takeaway from NBA All-Star Weekend is that we have broken the dunk contest as a society. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, whatever, they've all caused us to be just completely desensitized to how insane these dunks still are. I mean, Cole Anthony came out in his dad's NBA jersey and did a windmill in some Tims, and the judges acted like he got stuffed at the rim. A little harsh in my opinion, and here's Stephen A's spicy take from the weekend. That was the worst slam dunk contest in the history of basketball. So this seemed to be the popular opinion, especially on Saturday night. Once again, let's chill out for two seconds here. It obviously ended in a manner in which OB didn't have to do a crazy dunk to win it, so the NBA's rigged crowd are very incorrect for the time being. But I just think we take these dunks for granted, especially since the majority of people watching can't even dunk on a 9-foot hoop. All I'm saying is we need to find the ability to watch the NBA dunk contest and try not to think about the better dunks you see from professional dunkers on Instagram or maybe from previous contests even. Shout out Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine. My solution is to use a professional dunker instead of a random rookie that the casual fan has never heard of. I know I personally would watch a professional dunker over Juan Toscano-Anderson of the Golden State Warriors. No offense, Juan. All right, I'll hit you with this triv answer right quick. Central Michigan University Chippewas are located in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Fire up chips. Maybe if you're a big Maction guy, this was a layup for you. But for me, I know with the chips, I always think about J.J. Watt and A.B. on the same team their freshman year. AB's headshot from that season is frightening. Looks like he is growling at the photographer. But all right, that's the show for you. Thanks for listening. See you next week. And turn me up right quick. Just reminding all my guys in the world to stay up. Never had a spray slug, so I don't play thug. And try to fit with the killers like OJ's gloves. So cats love to see me like they don't pay subs. I have to create buzz. Know that SK.